Hi, my name is Enrico Ferri and welcome to this Burning Lamp podcast. We have a passion for worship, whether it's worship leading or just worshiping together with other believers in Christ. And we realize that worship is not just five songs on a Sunday or even just a two-hour worship session, but that worship is a lifestyle where we bring our bodies as a living sacrifice of praise before the Lord on a daily basis. And on this podcast, we share in that manner, whether it's through a song, testimony, teaching, and interviewing other believers and brothers and sisters in Christ. So welcome to this Burning Lamp podcast and enjoy this episode. Hi guys, thank you once again for tuning in uh, for today's message. Um, I'm very excited to maybe start, well not maybe, to start a new series with you. Once again, not sure how long it'll be, we'll see where the Holy Spirit takes us. Um, But um, yes, I would like to thank you for just popping on today, for taking this time. And uh, I would like to encourage you to maybe from the start, take a friend or share this message with someone that you know. Um, And what's on my heart um, for the next series uh, or couple of Sundays or messages that I want to share is about stewardship. And um, so I'm so excited Uh, just to share my heart and what Abba has been speaking to me about uh, for the next couple of sessions. And I would like to also encourage you, if uh, these messages touch your heart in any way, to please communicate with us. We would love to connect with you. Uh, There will be contact details at the end uh, of this message after every video. um, And then you can come in contact with us and uh, also share what the Holy Spirit is showing you. It's so important that the body of Christ Uh, would uh, take hands in the season to share what what Jesus is showing each and every one of us um, so that at the end of the day we can hear his voice more clearly and also see him more clearly. Uh, My name is Enrico Ferri from Burning Lamp Ministries. Um, Just before we start, let's just pray together. Jesus, Father, Holy Spirit, thank you so much for this moment. Thank you that we can sit around your word today specifically about and around the topic of stewardship. And um, God, I ask that through your Spirit, you will reveal to us your heart, uh, that we are nothing without your Holy Spirit, that we need you in this hour. We need you to reveal, uh, Holy Spirit, Jesus to us in this hour, even when it comes to stewardship, um, the responsibility that we have and the massive honor that we have to steward what you've given us, God. I pray that you'll bless this message and that uh, it's your anointing that breaks the yoke. It's, it's the truth that sets people free. God, so thank you so much. We honor you. We love you. There's no one like you. Amen. Well, in the last two weeks or so, last week or so, I've really felt it strongly on my heart as God started to speak to me about stewardship. And I have been looking at all facets of my life in a very different kind of light because I believe in the unction that the Holy Spirit uh, yeah, has put in my heart in the season. And um, guys, when it comes to stewardship, it's actually amazing to think that as we start, I want to start off by just maybe uh, laying down a platform for these couple of episodes. It's actually amazing to think uh, that the God of the universe, the one Yahweh who created heaven and earth, who is seated upon the throne, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the Lion of Judah, um, the God who holds the water masses in his hands, uh, the God who breathes and there were galaxies that were formed. You know that this God 
um, chooses to partner with us in his kingdom, to, to expand his kingdom, that he chooses to partner with us. That sets him apart from all other. And uh, that should in itself, just that thought should make you excited. just want to read to you two quotes before we start. And um, The first one is by Joyce Myers. He says, We must remember we are stewards of what God has provided for us, not owners. Um, John J. Jackson Jr. says the following, There can be no stewardship without stewards. So I was joking to my wife the other day. I said, you know, if we... <laughs> If the next that we have a baby girl on the way, but if there might be one after that, then it's a boy, then we're going to call him Stuart because for stewardship we need more stewards. No, that's just that's just a joke. And um, so it's it's what uh, the first quote that I read to you about that we are not owners is just something that's so profound to me. I want to read to you out of Genesis one, verse twenty six to twenty eight. It's such a beautiful passage, and I yeah I want you to listen to. Uh, what is written here. Then God said, Let us make man in our own image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. Um, in the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish and the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Isn't this an amazing passage of scripture where God speaks and he says, I will make man in my own image, in my own likeness, like I think, like I live, like I breathe like I operate, I will make man according to that, according to my own image. And then he says, and then I will also, out of all the other things I have created, the whole earth and everything on the earth, I will give dominion to, I will, I will give these human beings that I create according to my image, dominion over the earth. Do you guys realize, firstly, the massive responsibility um, that God puts on us, that he says that I give you dominion over everything that I have created. Guys, that's what I was want to say about the first uh, quote that I read to you, that we are called to be stewards of what God has created and what God has given us. We are not called to be owners of that, but stewards. When you think about it out of that viewpoint, it actually will always keep your heart at a place of humility in front of the Lord. Yes, we are kings. Yes, we are priests and prophets of our households. Uh, yes, we are called to rule and reign with Jesus as co-heirs with him on this earth. But at the end of the day, it is as co-heirs. There will always be a head of the body and his name is Jesus Christ. There will always be one more superior and his name is Jesus Christ. And so everything that he has given to us is to steward and um, to look after for his glory. And so this is just such an amazing passage of scripture to think firstly that there's a massive responsibility to us um, if we call ourselves children of God, that we have this amazing massive responsibility to steward and have dominion over what God has given us. Then secondly, what is actually just so amazing is to think how encouraging it is, like I mentioned, that the king of the universe 
chooses to partner with us and chooses to he chooses us to take stewardship over this isn't that it's so exciting just to think that he doesn't need us he doesn't uh, we we don't owe God anything he doesn't um, even in Romans 11 it speaks about who can God go to for counsel who can God who does God owe anything to you know he just he's God he's superior above all he doesn't need us but he chooses to take us if we say yes he chooses to take us by invitation into this journey to say come on this is an exciting journey I want to show you my kingdom and I want to partner with you um, Enrico to expand my kingdom on the earth uh, in the dictionary dominion means sovereignty or control and if you think about it, it's like, so that's what he says here. I give you sovereignty and control over what I have created. Okay. So then I was just thinking to myself, isn't that actually just so irresponsible of God? You know, isn't that a massive risk from God's side? You know, we've all, when it comes to worship, we've heard the song that Bethel Music sings, um, the reckless love of God, because even in that context, you will think, why would he leave isn't that irresponsible and quite reckless to leave 99 sheep to go and find one? What about the 99? Well, this is almost like the same thing. How God creates all this and he really doesn't need us to steward this um, because he is God. He can, by the snap of the finger, do anything he wants. And so you would think to yourself, it's quite irresponsible to give us as people who are so fallible and who can make mistakes, uh, to, to give us the responsibility and to partner with us to say, listen, take charge of what I have created. You know, I want to give it to you because you are created according to my likeness. But the beautiful thing, guys, and I want to read this out of Colossians 1.16 to you, that is just such a beautiful revelation that once again, I feel like the Holy Spirit wants to remind us of uh, Colossians 1.16 out of the New King James Version. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth. So here God speaks about his son Jesus Christ. Okay, so for by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. Okay, stop the lorry there. So what he's actually saying here, and and when we spoke about in Genesis that he created us uh, in his likeness and to take dominion it was never God's plan so to take away the the irresponsibility and the recklessness okay that we are speaking about if you look at it at that viewpoint to make it I don't want to put it to put God's heart more at ease to give us charge over what he's created it can only really be successful if it is done within Jesus Christ okay like Colossians speaks about everything that was created, that God created, was through Jesus, for Jesus. Okay, Jesus was there in the beginning when God created the earth. The, the Son was with His Father in the beginning. So this is the beautiful thing. When we become children of God, we lay down the old life, we take up our cross, and we follow Jesus. And now a transition takes place from outside the house to inside the house, from being an orphan to a son of God, from being, um, from being in the wilderness, not have, being barren, from not having anything into a position of promise, into the promised land of fruitfulness and an inheritance. So this means that it's just like in Ephesians, it speaks about that we are seated 
in Christ at the right hand of the Father. So, for us to rule and reign and have dominion over what God has given us, it is within and by the guidance and submission to Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Doesn't that make it sound a bit better than for us through our carnal mindset and through our flesh just to take charge of what God has created? These beautiful things, these human beings and, and nature and the earth that God has created, that it, ma it makes it sound a lot better if we realize that it's done in grace, in Christ, and that through the Holy Spirit, He leads us and He reveals to us um, how to steward and how what God has given us. Stewardship means the following. The job of supervising or taking care of something. Isn't that beautiful? So God says, I've created all this, but Enrico, I want to give you the job. I'm calling you to be the supervisor of taking care of all these things that I've created. What an honor to do that. Um, about two weeks ago, and it's probably as we go on with stewardship, I'll, I'll share a bit more of this encounter that I had with the Lord. But I felt during year and midday that God was calling me just to sit with him and spend time in his word. And I remember, guys, he was taking me to Mark 4. And as I was reading, Mark 4 verse 24 just stood out for me so much. And I want to encourage you, we see this often through scripture, um, that God says, Incline, um, don't harden your heart when God speaks to you today. So I want to encourage you that through these sessions and today, as you're watching, watching or listening to this, don't harden your heart as God speaks to you through his spirit enlightening things that he wants you to uh, to focus on and to adhere to. Hear this beautiful passage of scripture. Then he said to them, Take heed what you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. Wow. Isn't that amazing? So what happens is Jesus says here, Guys, take heed. Incline your ear to hear to what I have to say, what, what must we listen to what God says, what God says through his word about everything. Um, you know, I've, I've always heard um, some people say that this is the book that we hold in our hands is like the manual of how to live our lives. You know, it's, we submit to this word of God. So what he's saying here is incline your ear to listen to everything that I say through my word and through the revealing of the Holy Spirit about who I am, who I say I am, who I say you are, what I'm saying about stewardship, what I'm saying about why I created certain things, why I am saying why I do things a certain way, why I, I've, I've, create, I've given you uh, a bunch of rules not to be a spiteful dad, but to keep you safe and protect you. And within these princip king kingdom principles, there is still fullness of joy. There is still fullness of life. We even see it in John that he says that Jesus came to give life and life in abundance. So in all this, Jesus says, incline your ear to hear to what I have to say about all these things. And in this series, when we talk about stewardship, it's almost like God says, and that day I remember he said to me, Enrico, about a certain thing that I'll, I'll share later in some of the other episodes. He said, Enrico, I, want, I invite you into this place to listen to what I have to say to be obedient and to apply active faith to what I'm saying. Um, and it says it's just so beautiful. By the measure you use, okay? So it says by the measure you apply, 
in your life, in every area of your life, your marriage, your relationship with your friends, your relationship with your kids, um, the way you garden at your home, is, is your garden in your place, is your home neat and tidy and clean, uh, the way you apply what I say when it comes to business, when it comes to how you should handle your employees or your employer, everything. By the same measure you apply what I teach you, it says here, it will be measured to you. And then it says, those who hear, guys, more will be given. So just by this last passage of scripture, which says more will be given, you can already think to yourself, how many scriptures, or parts of scripture and verses can actually stem from more will be given. We even think about the passage of scripture that says, if you are faithful in the small things, God will appoint you over bigger things. But the thing I quickly want to touch on today um, is I believe where life stems from and where life begins, and that is with your heart. That God, when it comes to stewardship, uh, God has given you a heart that you should guard. And guys, I've realized in my life that if there's one thing above all else that we will read through the verses now is we have to guard our hearts because from it stems the issues of life. Taking charge of your heart, you are in the, uh, you are in the center and in control of what you steward. You need to be healthy. So imagine now God gives you all these things to steward. He invites you into this place and say, come and take control of this. What an exciting journey. Huge responsibility, but a huge honor. Take control of this. But if the guy, like we spoke about what stewardship is, if the supervisor, if I can call it in that way, the guy who's in charge is, is not healthy, he doesn't, in his mind and in his heart, does, um, gets easily influenced by a lot of other things, how will he steward the project? How would he steward the domain, um, successfully in a kingdom principle way, steward what God has given him if he is not healthy. You see, your heart is the filter that life flows through and that you look and live through life. You hear what Proverbs 4.23 in the New King James Version said, I, I felt like I just wanted to pin down some different types of versions here because each of them actually highlights something very unique. So the first one, keep your heart with all diligence, Proverbs 4.23. For out of it springs the issues of life. Okay, so highlight the part in the beginning that says, keep your heart with all diligence. That means that you should keep your heart away. You should put in an effort and make a choice to keep your heart away from what? Offense, envy, jealousy, rejection, um, things that the enemy wants to throw your way through daily happenings in your life, in relationships, in business, in whatever. Keep your heart and protect your heart. When it, always when it comes to marriage, I, I heard uh, a guy share at a wedding once that we should protect our heart in marriage. So it's not protecting your heart against your loved one. It's not uh, closing your heart and building walls around your heart against your loved one. That's not what it's about. It's about, it's against the small uh, things that wants to come steal out of your garden. It's the, like, even like Song of Songs speaks about. Um, and the, the small foxes that wants to come and steal, you know. And, and over time, the things that we allow in our heart when it comes to offense, envy, jealousy, fear, you know, those things take root in our heart, guys. And that, those things contaminate the filter, which is our heart of our whole life. 
Hear what it's, how it says in the Passion Translation. So above all, God, the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for from there flows the wellspring of life. Isn't this so beautiful? Highlight the part that says out of the Passion Translation, welfare of your innermost being. Look after the welfare of your soul and your heart. Make sure that your soul is healthy. Make sure that you put in an effort to whatever has happened in your past to become whole and become new in Christ. The condition of your heart, the overall well-being. Um, a powerful quote that we've heard so often, hurting people hurt people. Fearful people cause fear in others. So if you have hurt in your heart, without you, you're going to always try to to, to avoid that when it comes to application with um, other people in your life. But that, it's, it's, you, can, you can maybe take care of the fruit of hurt that's in your heart, but if you do not pluck out the root, you will always bear that fruit. So that's why it comes to the place, sometimes you don't want to hurt people, but there's so much hurt in your heart that it just happens. In, you say stuff in conversations, you do stuff in relationships, that just hurt people and the cycle just continues. And even when it comes to fear in the time that we live in, if you allow fear and an anxiety into your heart, that'll be the news that you will spread to the people around you. That will be what you draw people to, is you will draw people to posts in the media of fear, of conversations of fear and anxiety. And that's not, I believe, the way that God wants us to do this. Okay, in the New Living Translation, it says the following. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Okay? So you are the security guard of your heart. Yes, we have the Holy Spirit in us, but it's like I said in the beginning. We should be by influence of the Holy Spirit. He, the Holy Spirit should influence the way we think. We have received, like it says in Romans 12, uh, in the beginning, it says that we have received the mind of Christ. It's not about the carnal mindset anymore. But we got our heart with that mindset, with a new mind in Christ. So we make the choices of what comes into our heart. We stand at the door and you say, fear, you have no right to come into my heart. Anxiety, you have no right to come into my heart. Rejection, you have no right to come into my heart. You are the God of your own heart. Hear it, what it says in the message. Uh, keep vigilant watch over your heart. That's where life starts. Don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Avoid careless banter, white lies and gossip. Keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore all sideshow distractions. Watch your step and the road will be stretched out smooth before you. Look neither right nor left. Leave evil in the dust. Wow. Highlight that part where it says that's where life starts. Keep vigilant watch over your heart. Life starts at the heart. The battle is always the heart. Your heart is like the captain of the ship. You are the ship and your heart is the captain, captain of the ship, determining the way that you are going. Your heart is in control of the steering wheel of your life. The captain makes the call uh, as to where to go and how fast. Guys, and I've always said it's so beautiful in the message where it actually goes on and says the following. Don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Avoid careless banter. You know what happens? Um, I've, Holy Spirit spoke to me one day and said, Enrico, your tongue will reveal what's in your heart. You can sit with someone for five minutes 
And you can, by the way they speak and what they're saying and the conversations they choose to have, you can already identify what's going on in their heart. So your tongue will always give away what's in your heart. Uh, Psalms 119.11 says this beautiful thing, and I, it's one of the prayers I pray every day. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. And guys, I feel like um, <clears throat> I want to land this message today. And I want to encourage you that your heart is the filter that your whole life flows through. God has given us the responsibility to take charge over our hearts, but firstly to take heed and to incline our ears to what He's saying in His word like I ended off in Psalms 19 verse 11. Hide the word of the Lord. Hide what he says through his word about stewarding, about protecting your heart. Hide that in your heart so that you may not sin against them. By the way you live and the way you influence people. Guys, there's, we do not just live for ourselves. When it comes to stewardship, stewarding our life, lives and everything in our lives, we cannot be so selfish as to think that we are just doing this for ourselves. There will always be people affected in a positive or in a negative way by the way we choose to steward what God has given us. Let's pray together. God, I, uh, we want to thank you just for this short session of just diving deep into what it means to steward our hearts, God. We realize that we need to protect our hearts above everything else because through that flows the issues of life god and i want to pray for each person now to the holy spirit that you will touch each person now that's that's chained up in fear and anxiety rejection things of the past that they are struggling with in their hearts and through those those struggles and the hurt that they have in their heart they cause so much hurt to people around them god i ask now in jesus name that supernaturally you will touch their hearts now in this moment and that your peace and your healing will fill their hearts in this moment so that the course of their life can, can change and fall into the course and the world that you have for their life. God, thank you that through your spirit we are able to overcome. We are able to successfully through your kingdom principles and through your power and revelation and guidance steward and protect our hearts so that as the supervisor and the captain of our ship that we can be healthy and make healthy decisions in our lives when it comes to family business our money our lives our bodies our time and when it comes to you jesus we love you and we honor you amen thank you for taking the time to listen to our message today remember to press the subscribe button for more content and resources visit our facebook pages at enrico and anya worship and burning lamp ministries and also remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Enrico and Anya Worship. If you want to come in contact with us, please send us an email to info at burninglampmusic.co.za.